you guys good morning and welcome back to sunflowers life coaching and motivational speaking podcast i hope you guys had a wonderful week i know i did um last week was my mother's birthday and so my aunt her sisters and one of her brothers um flew into town and everybody just had a good old time she was so excited and so shocked and so surprised i was just I was just over the moon. <laughs> I was just so happy and she was so excited as well. So I want to apologize for not getting a podcast out last week, but I was so bombarded with family and running around everywhere that I was not able to do anything, barely sleep. I am exhausted. So today is a new week. Today is Monday, August the 2nd, 2021. And it's a fresh week, which means it's a fresh day, which means that it's a perfect day to start with a fresh mind and renewed spirit and renewed soul. So last week, uh, well not last week, the week before last, we talked about self-esteem, what is self-esteem and what causes uh, low self-esteem, right? So we talked, we talked about 50% of Americans um, suffering from a diagnosed mental illness disorder ranging anywhere from depression to eating disorders as well as 85% of Americans having low self-esteem. We talked about that and then we also talked about what causes low self-esteem. The disapproving parents or caregivers, uninvolved parents or caregivers, parental neglect, parental conflict which means parents fighting in a home, bullying, academic strife, trauma, belief system, society, and the media. So that's what we talked about last week. So this week we are going to talk about consequences of low self-esteem. Consequences of low self-esteem. What you mean, girl? What you talking about, girl? What you mean (laughs) consequences of low self-esteem? So a lot of times we walk around with all these issues. We don't know why we have all these issues going on inside of us. And the whole time we have low self-esteem and we don't even know it. So anxiety, loneliness, stress, depression, compromised moral reasoning, impairment of personal and job relationships, drug abuse, and international or intentional self-sabotage. Sorry, you guys, I'm still waking up. So anxiety, consequences of low self-esteem. Anxiety and loneliness, you you can't be by yourself. Um, You get stressed out with the very little things. Stress is Everything stresses you out. You don't know how to set boundaries, and you don't know how to adhere to those boundaries, and you don't know how to force people to adhere to your boundaries. You just let people keep walking all over them. Um, you tell someone, no, I can't take you to the store because I have homework or because I have to get my kids in there. And all they have to do is start pouting and give you that sad face, and you say, okay, I'm going to let you break uh, step over my boundaries. And so now here we are. And now you're feeling bad because you have to get little Susie in the bed, but you also have to run your neighbor, Mr. Tom, to Albertson. Depression. So a lot of times, so I am still guilty of this. Um, I still battle from uh, depression here and there uh, sometimes. It's not as often as it used to be, but depression also runs in my family. So if you're having recurrent bouts of depression, and you don't know why you're depressed, you just wake up one day and you're depressed. Um, on top of a couple of, of coupled with other things, you might want to take a step back and try and figure out, are you depressed or what the issue really is? So depression is definitely one. Compromise moral reasoning. 
what does this mean? Okay? What does compromise more reasoning mean? So you're going to the bank with your friend, with your homegirl, uh, Julie Jane, and Julie say, I'm broke, girl. I brought you here because we're going to rob the bank. You know it's wrong. You know robbing a bank is wrong. You know it is. That's not anything new. You know that if you go into that bank with Julie Jane and Julie Jane say, put your hands up, it's a robbery. And you stand in there with Julie Jane, knowing what you're doing is wrong, knowing you don't need the extra money, all your bills caught up. You don't need anything, but you still stand there because you want to be by her side and you don't want to lose her as a friend. That's you fighting against yourself. You know you're about to go to jail, and you know what you're doing is wrong. But you don't have the strength or the capacity to stand up to Julie Jane and say, listen, sis, you on your own. I'm not going with you. You can go rob that bank if you want to, but I'm telling you now, if they come knock on my door saying, do you know Julie Jane? I'm going to say, yep, she lived three doors down with the red door, and she has those blue curtains with the gold trimmings. And the roof on top of her house, you know, some shingles are missing. So the sun come in and her light bill is always $700 a month. Listen, I'm giving you the full rundown. I'm going to tell everything. I'm going I'm to tell it because I'm not going down with you because you know what you're doing is wrong. I know what you're doing is wrong. And I'm not going to jail. I'm not no snitch. But I'm not going to jail with you. I got a whole life ahead of me. And just because you're crazy enough to jeopardize your life, I'm not crazy enough to jeopardize mine. So that's compromised moral reasoning. You don't know how to take a step back and say, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, you got to know when to stand up for yourself. If you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. And you got to be able to stand up and say, nope, I'm not doing that. We're going to keep it moving, sis. We're going to keep it moving. Personal and job, impaired personal and job relationships. That means that you, you can't keep a personal and a job, you can't keep personal relationships on a straight and narrow, or you can't keep your job relationships on a straight and narrow. Now don't get me wrong, because you know, this one right here is kind of like, I don't know. You know, this one right here is like, eh, back up a little bit, cause let's, let's dissect this and dig a little deeper into this. You have some people that comes into your life and you just can't help them. You just can't deal with them no matter how much you try to. You have some relationships on your job where you just want to pull your hair out and pull their hair out too. But if you don't have a good relationship with anybody in your personal life and you don't have a good relationship with anybody on your job site, something wrong. And if it's everybody, then it can't be everybody else. It got to be you. And sometimes we need to learn to take a step back and re-examine the situation. Is this me? Because sometimes I'm toxic. You know, some it's not always it's not always my boss Jimmy. You know, sometimes Jimmy coming to me saying, "Look, you know you screwed this up, and I know this might hurt your feelings, but I need you to get the ball rolling and do it the right way." Sometimes we don't know how to take constructive criticism because whenever someone gives us constructive criticism, something that's going to help us in the long run, we take that as a direct, um, a di- what, what word am I trying to say? A direct bombing, <laughs> I guess, or a direct slap to the face whenever, to our, um, 
to ourselves or to our moral character or to our character any way around it. You know, we don't know how to stop and say, you know what, you might be right. I did screw that up, and I'm sorry that I screwed that up. We know we screwed it up, but we don't have the courage to stand up and say, yes, I screwed it up, and I'm sorry, because there's a lot of things that's going on within that, right? Sometimes we're afraid that we're going to get fired, or sometimes we're afraid that somebody's not going to like us, or sometimes we're afraid that they're going to say, you always screwing something up. You know, but you have to have enough confidence, faith, and love within yourself to say, yes, I am human. I am going to make mistakes. I made that mistake. I apologize. I am here to correct it, to learn from it, and to move on from it. Because if you can't take accountability and say, yes, I screwed up and I made that mistake, then you're going to, then you're going to keep making that mistake and you're going to continuously be in a cycle. And we don't want to stay stuck in a cycle. You know, them cycles are hard to break because you can go around it once and it's a little easy to pull yourself out of it. But once you go around that cycle that six or seven times, it's a little hard to pull yourself up out of it. So whenever it's some of the personal relationships as well as job relationships, be able to take a step back and examine it and to see if you're being the toxic person or if they are being the toxic person. And if they are being the toxic person, even examine that situation. Is this situation something that, is it worth me being stressed out about? Is it worth me being worried about the outcome? Because sometimes you just need to say, this not even worth my time. And that's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes you need to step, take a step back and say, is this worth my time? And if it's not worth your time, say, you know what? I hope you have a nice day. You have your opinion. I have my opinion. I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I'm not going to say that I'm wrong. It all depends on the context. And in this situation, from your point of view, you might be right. And that's totally fine. However, I don't agree with that. And to avoid a confrontation, because it's not really worth my time, I'm just going to walk away. And that's okay. That's totally okay. If they don't like it, then, you know, just continue to walk away and say, listen, it's not worth my time. Just move along. Drug abuse. Drug abuse, you know, this one is so, this one is so, you know, it's iffy to talk about because there are so many reasons people abuse drugs. You know, it can be from trauma, internal trauma, physical trauma, mental trauma. It can be from so many different traumas, but low self-esteem and drug abuse is also, you know, on the same playing field as well. Sometimes people abuse drugs so that they can be liked by their peers or because something traumatic happened to them like sexual abuse or they were constantly being mentally or uh, verbally abused and so this is the only way they know how to cope. No one wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be a crackhead today. No one wakes up in the morning and says, you know, I want to just go out here and waste $200 on some drugs that's not going to last me X, Y, Z amount of days. No one wakes up and says that. And I think people really need to really need to watch what they say whenever they see someone on drugs. Because you don't know their backstory. You don't know what they've been through. And a lot of times we just see people and we already have a predisposed idea of what they are and who they are and the type of life they live. Well, you don't know. You know, you don't know that 
Ju uh let me think of a new name, Diane. You don't know that Diane was just trying to smoke a cigarette, but in reality they had the cigarette laced with cocaine or crack or something like that. And so now she's addicted to this drug. You don't know that Billy Bob was molested by his by his uncles and so now he don't he don't know how to come out and say this happened to me and so now I need to get help. You don't know any of this stuff, so please be intentional on the way you think whenever you see people who are either on drugs or homeless because you don't know what they've been through. Intentional self-sabotage. Y'all listen. To, listen to me right here, okay? Listen. Please stop what you're doing and just listen to me when I say this is a number one. Like, this is my, this is my top. I like this in the most. Intentional self-sabotage. What do I mean by intentional self-sabotage? So let's say you just been promoted, right? You just got promoted. You was just a regular employee, but your boss saw the way you was working. and was like, you know what? She can be a supervisor. I have faith in her. So they give you a supervisor position. But because you already have it in your mind that you're not good enough for this position, you are going to do everything in your power to get demoted, back, get demoted or fired <laughs> back to a regular just employee so you so you're mean or you know you don't know how to handle situations instead of learning how to handle them you still want to do them your way you are intentionally sabotaging yourself so that you don't have to worry about the disappointment or someone coming up to you saying i you know i thought that i thought differently of you i thought highly of you i thought you would really come out here and show show everybody what you can really do you you really disappointed me so instead of you know working your hardest and doing your best so that you can get the praise you do the opposite so that way whenever someone comes to you and say you know you knew better instead now you're there like i already knew this i just wait for you to come and tell me because you're afraid of success and it's not even that you're afraid of success it's it's that you're afraid of failure so you fail yourself before you can even try and succeed, you know. So I love I love this one because people don't even realize that that's a form of low self-esteem, or people don't even realize that's a form of the consequences of low self-esteem. Rather, should I say? And I think that we really need to start taking a step back and figuring out what's going on in our lives and why we're doing the things we're doing instead of just saying, "Oh, that's how I am, and this is this is what I'm always going to be." No, no. You know, I hate when people say that. Do not ever in your life say, this is just me and this is just who I am and I'm never going to change. No, don't say that. Mm -mm. Because, baby, you change every day, every step along the way. When you were first implanted into your mother's womb, you was just a little seed. And then you sprouted into a full human. And then you came out. And all you could do was cry, you couldn't talk, and then you started walking, and then you started talking, and then you grew up and you started going to school, and you could read, and you could walk on your own, you could see on your own, you could drink on your own, you can eat on your own. Every day you've changed from the time you were implanted into your mom, your mother's womb. So why would you say now, oh, this is just who I am, I'm never going to change? Nah, sis. That's not the right mentality, and we're not going to stick with that mentality. We're going to move along. We're going to say, you know what? That's who I was, but that's not who I'm going to be tomorrow. 
So you guys, so that comes to the conclusion of the slide for today. So next week we are going to talk about how you increase your self-esteem. We're going to talk about um, ways and techniques on increasing your self-esteem. And it's a pretty good little bit of information. So we'll probably do about two different techniques a day. And if, it's, if it gets a little bit too lengthy, you know, I'll cut it back down to one. You guys, so if you would like to, I should have said this at the beginning. So listen, you guys, I made a journal. And with this journal, I want you guys to reflect on your day every day. They say it takes roughly 66 days for you to break a habit or for you to form a new habit. And so I have a journal. And I made a journal for you guys. And there are 77 days in here because you there are going to be some days that you need a break. There are going to be some days where you say, you know what, I didn't even try today. And that's okay. That's cool. Because, listen, there are some, I woke up this morning and I said, Lord Jesus, I done been out for a whole week. And I just do not feel like going back to work today. But I came in here and, you know, I'm putting one foot in front of the other and we're going to keep it pushing. But in order to get this free journal, I need for you guys to go onto Facebook and I need for you to search Sunflowers Life Coaching and Motivational Speaking on Facebook. Follow the Facebook, um, follow, yeah, is it called follow? I think it is. Add the page to your Facebook page. You know, send me a quick message and say, hey, I'm over here from Buzzsprout Podcast or I'm over here from Apple Podcast or Spotify. You know, just tell me where you heard about it from and I will send you this free PDF file of this journal. There will be some um, hardcover books coming soon, but for right now it's just going to be a PDF. And you can print it out because I printed mine out. And I use mine and my wife uses it and my aunt, she, my aunt wanted to buy it, but I gave it. So I'm like, listen, it's free. You, there's no cost with it. All you have to do is just follow the Facebook page. That's all you have, or add the Facebook page. That's all you have to do. Listen, y'all, I want y'all to know that I am not big with technology on a lot of this stuff. I'm terrible with technology, okay? Terrible. But let's get back to the book. So the journal, at the end of each, so day one, for instance, you know, there it's asking you how, how was your day. You know, you write down how your day was. How many happy thoughts did you think today? Now, how many happy thoughts did you think today? This is so that you can start noticing or recognizing whenever you're thinking a negative thought. And every time you think a negative thought, I want you to say, you know what? Nope, we're not going to do that. We are going to think something positive. And I want you to stop yourself in the middle of thinking that negative thought. And I want you to think about something positive. You know, and eventually as the days goes, as the days or the months or the weeks goes on, those negative thoughts are going to just automatically come into positive thoughts. You know, I didn't even put a section in here for how many negative thoughts did you think because we want to think about the positive. Now, starting out, I'm going to tell y'all now, y'all might do good. You know, you might be good. You might do good and think nothing but positive thoughts. But it's really going to take um, some time to recognize the difference or to recognize when you're really thinking negative. And that's okay because there's sometimes, you know, I wake up and I just I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm just going to tell you the truth. 
and I'm just negative all that day. But I'll notice that I'm being negative. And I'll, in my mind, I'm like, girl, you know you've been negative. Like, why are you being negative? Get your life together. Let's think positive because there are some people who didn't wake up this morning. There are some people who can't walk and they still smile. And there are some people who can't pick up a book and they still smile. And there are some people out here who don't have clean clothes or a hot meal to wake up to or to go to bed to, and they don't have a loving family to come to every day. There's always somebody out there doing worse off than you. So, yeah, you may have woke up as being the grouch, but let's get your life together because something worse can be going on. And that's what I want you guys to think about it. Okay, now, again, again, for the umpteenth time, it's okay to have a bad day every once in a while. It's okay to feel some type of way every once in a while. I want you to actually feel that, you know, but don't stay in it. Let's move along. We're not, we're going to feel it. We're going to recognize it and we're going to move on from it. So more from the journal. What did you learn from today? So this is another question. I want you to, if you had a bad encounter, every situation is a lesson. It doesn't matter if it's, oh, you stomped your toe because you were walking too fast and you saw that. You knew that uh, that corner was right there, but you was moving a little too fast. And so you stomped your toe, and now you hopping around the living room for five minutes because you can feel the pain. What did you learn from that? You either learned one or two things. Either slow down and pay attention to where you're going, or go the other way. You know? So there's always a learning, there's always a learning curve to every situation. And the next, the last question on here is, um, on this first page is, what are you going to do differently tomorrow? What did you do today that was not satisfiable for you and was not up to your standards? And how are you going to switch that around and do something differently tomorrow? You know, because the only way that you can make change is if you change. You can't just sit here, oh, my God, I hate this. You guys, my my family is very (laughs) religious. So everything triggers a memory for me. So let me tell you all something. Growing up, like, all growing up, everyone would say, oh, you know, God, I'm praying. God, I'm praying. God, I'm praying. And nothing would ever change. You know, God, God, I pray that you give me a good job, but you're not looking for a job. How he going to give you a job that you're not looking for? You know, God, I'm praying that you get this light bill paid. How he going to pay your light bill if you're not out here trying to figure, trying to figure out a way? You know, he's just not going to miraculously drop it in your lap. As long as you put in some effort, then he'll come behind you and support you and make sure it gets done. But if you're not putting any effort, how is he going to support you? You know, so I'm sorry, that just triggered a whole list, ain't a whole list feel for me, y'all. Because I can't stand when someone, when someone wants something to change, but they don't want to do the work behind it. And so, here we go. So at the bottom of every page, there's like, every, at the bottom every day page, so day one, for instance. So it says, watch your thoughts, they'll become words. Watch what you say. What, not what you say. Watch what you think. Because when you think it, it's going to automatically come out, of, come out of your mouth. If you're thinking negatively, your words that's coming out is going to be negative. It's going to be negative, you know? And the word, and the page after that is, it's okay to vent. If you need to vent, that's fine. Write it down. If you don't have anything negative to vent about and you just want to talk about how great today, today was, that's fine too. It's okay to just write it, write it all out. So your first page is going to be day one through 70. And it's going to ask you how your day was. It's going to ask all these questions we just went over. 
and the pages behind that is going to be your journaling page. This is where you vent. This is where you get everything that's going on inside of your mind out and right before you go down, right before you lay down and go to bed. Because if you write it down, when you lay down and go to bed, you don't have anything to constantly think about. You know, so I mean, you can lay down and have a fresh night rest and wake up the next day rejuvenated, refreshed, and just, you know, thinking about living your best life. And that's, that's the best feeling in the world. I love when I can just lay down and go straight to sleep. There's some days where I lay down and then like, I'm like, one, two, I'm knocked out. And then there's other days where I'm laying down and my mind is constantly on overload. And at the end of day one, on your it's okay event page there's a there's a there's another question what's today a good day yes or no and before you answer this i don't want you to answer it off of the premise of i went to mcdonald's and i was in that long line and when i finally got up to the uh when i finally got up to the window the cashier was just nasty and she was just terrible but that was your only bad thing that happened to you for that day. You know, you woke up and you had a good breakfast. You got in your car. You was actually two minutes early from work. You know, you went to work and there wasn't all that much stuff you had to do. Whenever you answer what's today a good day, I want you to think, I want you to weigh the pros and the cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it doesn't matter how awful that last encounter was. You had a good day, sis. If the cons outweigh the pros, it's okay to say, no, today was not a good day, but tomorrow we're going to work on it. So, uh, again, you guys, go look for me on Facebook. Um, I think the link is the link is in this podcast page. <laughs> I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I really enjoy speaking to you guys every week, and I love you, and you are loved, and you are beautiful, and you are awesome, and you are amazing. Have a good day.